Welcome everyone to Legend Style. I am your host, Dr. Legend, returning once more into the glorious dream of life. Join with me, the astute and proud members of Legends Anonymous. First and foremost, the amazing Marcus. What's going on, everybody? Joined also with us from the beloved home country of Kenyatta, the incredible Daryl. Good evening. Finally above him, just his neighbor to the north, the sensational Zelgadus. Hey there. And our homeboy from New Jersey. Give it up for the gracious Grand Mumper. Good morning. <laughs> and finally, all the way up from the warm Midwest, say hi to the amazing Andrick. Hey, yo. Wonderful. Thank you guys for joining us. Thank you all of us on uh, Twitch for watching, joining us live during the show. It's the first time we did a live show in a while, but we're celebrating, guys. we got a lot to talk about and a lot to celebrate. First, I want to give every single member of Legends Anonymous, our beloved guild on the great U.S. Sargeras server, a wonderful round of applause. We did it, guys. We got him. Xavius is dead. He is no longer a threat to Azeroth. Give him a round of applause, guys. Thank you so much. Hey, we cleared it. AOTC was actually last week. Yeah, we uh, we got him down. And about how many tries was that, bro? It was on our twentieth pull, which is which is kind of big for us because we. Uh, I remember doing progression on other bosses. We had problems, what, doing 100, uh, 200, 100, 110 pulls on uh, Imperator and uh, Black Blackhand and Archimon. Those are some really tough final bosses, but uh, Xavius is a little different. Yeah, we, we wiped a lot more on Blackhand. Um, Heroic Imperator and Archimon weren't as high as Blackhand, but uh, Heroic Xavius was the easiest end raid boss I think I've ever done. Can you guys agree with that? Definitely. Uh, sure, yes. Sure. Yes. <laughs> 100%. Does it border now? Does it border on too easy, or what do you think the key factor was to his quick demise? Uh, I think Eon Hezacostas said it best. They made a mistake on the tuning. Uh, they didn't tune uh, the fight correctly. Um, but you also have to take into consideration this was the first expansion in which you can get very, very heavily geared very easily in comparison to the previous expansion. So that factored in, as well as the design of the fight itself. Um, once you get past the first phase, the second and third phases are easy. There's very minimal mechanics, um, and it's just a just a long DPS race. So it, it was undertuned, and we were overgeared. So it just flopped over. You know, we're definitely way past progression on that boss very, very quickly. See, I I mentioned this in our kill video when we first downed him, but I got to give Blizzard credit for this. I think it's the first boss in history that actually gets weaker as you fight it, which in theory makes a whole lot of sense because you're beating the shit out of him and he's running out of stuff to do to you. And he's like, he's getting desperate or whatever. You know, he's not like, this is my final form. Fuck you guys. But um, I guess from a mechanic standpoint, it takes the wind out of the sails of the kill a little bit because you're not really pushing like those really tough final phases like your black ends, your archimons that just get nuts right at the very end where every every little thing you do matters tenfold compared to the first two phases. So to kind of take them out and have the like the last two phases be um almost I'd like to say inconsequential to the rest of the fight, a little disheartening. Just a little bit. I'm not complaining though. I mean it's still a fun fight, all things considering. I like it a lot. Well, actually, Con, I want to hear Failure's opinion on this because he was our main uh, leader and strategist throughout Emerald Nightmare. What was your opinion of Xavius, and did you think there was a harder boss out there? Um, Cenarius was harder. Um, I wouldn't say he was significantly harder, but he was definitely a little bit harder. Uh, yeah, the the I felt Phase One. Um, you know, we out of the twenty attempts, we probably spent nineteen of them working to get Phase One down, and then. As soon as we did, he died. Uh, so that just tells me the tuning in phase 
two and three was just broken. I mean, <clears throat> the first time we got to them with everyone alive, he died, and that's just doesn't feel right. Now, do you think that they wanted us to do something with the tentacles in phase three, or are they just a distraction? No, I think they were just a, a distraction as a soft and rage. So um, I think just the DPS, uh, the, the, the health wasn't tuned right. It, it was too easy to push past that with Hero. Um, I think phase two, the mechanics were not tuned right. Um, our strategy was we basically ignored meteors. We just stacked and had everyone soak them, uh, regardless of who was dreaming or not. And that kind of seems like it's a cheese strategy rather than doing it as intended. So I, yeah. I I, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was going to say, I, I kind of felt like they wanted us to move the dreamers to one side and hit the meteors. That was my assumption, but it was like, we might as well just soak all of it. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe it was a mythic phase that they kind of tuned lighter for heroics, something that we're supposed to do. Just oh, just throw them out there. Mm-hmm. I know. Jake, in all your experiences, what do you think of the fight? Uh, I thought it was a decently designed fight. It's a little easy for the end boss for first raid of the first tier. Um, I, I enjoyed Scenarius more, personally. Mm-hmm. I think that's a big consensus. People really liked... Uh, I think Scenarius was designed really well. He was a lot of fun and uh, had a lot of fun fighting him. And I, th- I think for a fight with, uh, I guess you'd call it a dedicated ad phase where you need to start taking down ads. I usually hate ad phases. I think ads are dumb. I got sick of them in Archimon when you had all those stupid ads roaming about. But in this one, it was actually... It, it felt like the design-wise, the ads made sense. And it was... You know, uh, worthwhile to go fight them and then go back to Scenarius. I think Scenarius was tuned perfectly. Yeah, I think Scenarius is the uh, the diamond in the rough in Emerald Nightmare because you can approach the fight any way you want. If you, you know, one of the things that Failure was doing was he was adjusting us based on what he felt our strengths were for our particular guild. Like you can take him to one side and say, okay, we're going to spawn two Drakes now, or we're going to spawn two Sisters now if we stack on this side. So it's a very, very complex and very, very interesting fight that a lot of guilds I think can take their own approach with, and it also has that final phase where you're running out of room and everyone's heroing and everybody's moving and you know our first kill i think we had like maybe eight or nine guys left out of 30 that were still alive and that's that felt like a final boss like if they had knocked off Xavius and scenarius was tuned harder and it was only a six boss raid it would have felt a lot more it, i think it would have felt better i think you could have just knocked Xavius off and just made scenarius harder no i mean if Xavius was the real threat. He should have been a little more challenging. I feel like if you look at every final boss versus uh, their sub-bosses and the bosses beforehand, they're usually the only ones with uh, more than two phases in the fight. So if you have three phases, every phase should be significant and matter a whole lot, especially for an end boss encounter. And maybe it was just, maybe they're taking it easy on us. Maybe they kind of looked at, well, you know, the number of people who got AOTC or their first round of killing was taking too long and people are getting disheartened so they tuned it lighter uh the whole you know or i mean they made it way way easy to get gear and over gear that place for whatever you're doing um i mean that that's also a big contributing factor to it there's i mean a number of reasons why uh granny you get a lot of enjoyment out of it um not really actually at all i mean no it felt great because we we killed we killed him so easily but honestly um i was bored as shit the whole time Except for somewhat the times that I was dreaming and I had to soak stuff, but I thought it was very boring as a melee. Yeah, yeah, I can kind of agree with that. Zell, you too? Yeah, actually, Gran took the words out of my mouth. I overall, I mean, I said it even when we were raiding. I was like, this seems really easy. And I think one of the things that I really, what I'm finding that I really enjoy about raiding is not necessarily downing the bosses, but the progression like getting better and better as the fight goes on and we didn't really get that from emerald nightmare unfortunately we were kind of one-shotting or two-shotting bosses i don't know it felt very easy simple mechanics you know there's a problem when the mythic race got cleared in what what did they say like 18 hours 18 hours yeah so i think the aesthetics of it looked amazing the bosses were cool the story behind it was amazing. Uh, it's just, unfortunately, the fights didn't deliver. Um, well, 
overall review, guys, what do you guys think, Emerald Nightmare? I mean, we're still kind of farming it and doing it, therefore, and there's, I mean, we have time to get sick of it or time to really appreciate it. If you guys could give it a letter grade, Emerald Nightmare, Out the Gates for Legion, what do you guys think of the first raid? I'll give it probably a B or a B plus. I think that um, I think the loot was a little underwhelming. I like the story. I like the setting. I didn't think there was too much trash. Um, and just a kind of a final comment on the difficulty of the raid. You know, Legends Anonymous is a pretty we're a pretty organized group of guys. We're a group of guys that are good at the game. We we we're good at figuring fights out. And I think that the the, the better guilds are finding it easy, but there's still quite a few guilds that haven't cleared it yet. And I think those guilds are ones that are still working on their organizational skills or, or maybe they're still working on strategies. Um, and Scenaria seems to be the stopgap for that. So I like that there's a stopgap. And I've done, I did Mogu Vaults at Progression. I did um, High Mall on Progression. I think Emerald Nightmare blew those raids out the water. So out of the gate, I think Emerald Nightmare is the best opening raid they've done in years. Mm-hmm. I, I agree. I mean, to me, I give it an A minus. The only thing I feel I the sense of accomplishment was diminished because we cleared it so quickly. It didn't have that same kind of like hooray feeling when we downed Imperator or Black Hand or Archimond or anything. But to me, it's all about the story, the reason why we're there. It was beautifully set up. It was perfectly paced. The right amount of trash, good trash, skippable trash. Um, I love the idea you could select the boss order. That's big for me. I love the the choices in raids when you have stuff like that available to you. I mean, the only thing, the only uh, negative I could say about it, it could have been harder. That's about it. Mm-hmm. Zell, what do you yeah. think? Yeah, exactly. Uh, the exact same. I would give it a C. Whoa! And Zell wow. loves everything. I mean, this is the kind of for the guy who gave Mists of Pandaria two thumbs up. Mists of Pandaria <laughs> was amazing. It's just that, like I said, I loved everything about it. But what I really enjoy about raiding is progression, and because bosses were falling over, um, we didn't get that unfortunately. So um, that's why I gave it such a harsh rating. But I will say that I ha- I've heard wonderful things about. People who raid on normal, that being tuned well for like uh, friends and family stuff like that. So pugs. So I've heard that that is that has been tuned a lot better than they've done in the past. Yeah, Jake, you're great. Uh, C plus probably. I tend to agree with a lot of what Zell said. Um, thematically, it was awesome. Uh, mechanically, it was kind of lackluster. I feel like even the mechanics kind of took away from the theme a little bit just because of how easy Xavius was. Like Xavius ushered in the first demon invasion and we killed him in 20 attempts. Like That just blows my mind. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, uh, pretty bad. And finally, Granny. <clears throat> well, the A it could have gotten would, would have been lost to, uh, to Xavius. So I give it a B on the higher side of the B+, plus because... Uh, it was it was phenomenal, uh, like Andrew said thematically, um, and I thought the the bosses were real unique and they were fun. But then we got to Xavius, and it kind of that kind of let me down a little bit. But a B plus. Mm-hmm. No, I agree. Um, just a quick question before we move on: favorite favorite boss of the whole encounter? Scenarios. Scenarios. Really. Yeah. Same. Same. Oh, yeah. with, a, with an honorable mention to Ella Reith, just because that fight is teamwork and personal responsibility all God. in one. I hate fights <laughs> where you have to move so fucking far. Ella Reith's my worst fight. That uh, Zell, Jake, favorite fights? Oh, you said Jake. You already said uh, Granny. Um, I want to say Ella Reith with with Sonaris, a close second, if not tied with. You guys have shitty tastes in bosses. Who's your um, favorite? My favorite, honestly, and I look at it from a, a whole encounter perspective, I love Nathendra. I think it's perfectly tuned for a first boss. It gives you just the right amount of mechanics where it's easy enough to learn, but it's difficult enough to really screw yourself when you screw up. So I think Nathendra was just a really fun fight. And that rot mechanic where she throws stuff on the ground and then it just sucks right back into her. You have to dodge it back and forth. What? That's phenomenal. I love the idea of that. That was like beautiful. Oh, there's so much shit on the ground. Well, guess how much more shit you're going to have to dodge during this phase. I think it's great. Um, yeah, my I worst... Liked, uh, I liked, just to be different, Ursoc I thought was nice. 
Ursoc was fun. I th- I had a lot of fun with Ursoc. I think he's pretty good. I don't know why my DP- I, I lose 50k DPS going from Nathendra to Ursoc. I have no idea why. Uh, but I get aggress. Elmer Nightmare, we, uh, we've conquered it, but we're going to be heading in next week. 7.1 launches. I can't believe it's here that fast. This must be one of the quickest turnarounds to a major patch cycle that we've had in the game, with the exception of Vanilla, where they did those kind of tuning and fixing patches. And we've got Karazhan coming in right after BlizzCon, which is the main focus of our show today, guys. BlizzCon is rapidly approaching in just two short weeks. The granddaddy of them all, BlizzCon X, 10th anniversary, Legends Anonymous is going to be there. Although we've got last year, we had nine guildies go. This year, we're up to an astounding 15 members who will be attending the event, and we hope to see you all there. We've been excited for this since April, guys. We we sat around, hurled up, attacked the universe website as if it was our first raid boss of the new expansion. <laughs> got all of our tickets, and it's just been playing the waiting game ever since. And the show is looking to be one of their best. And, you know, I think they are definitely going all out. There are rumors circulating beforehand that they released only about sixteen to 17,000 tickets when they normally release about 26,000 for the event. And they had reserved a good chunk of the tickets for employees, for guests, for esports people so it's gonna be huge probably the biggest ever if you guys haven't checked out the schedule and the map they're actually taking out another floor the third floor of the show now for uh in the anaheim convention center for the dark moon fair and a few other things which is normally on the main show level so there's going to be a lot of fun stuff to do a lot of exciting things going on guys last time we were here and did this show we talked about what you guys are expecting for your first BlizzCon. What do you guys expect seeing? You know, what are your hopes and dreams going into it? What do you want to experience? Now that you guys have been to a show, let me ask you: What are you guys hoping to get out of it? And what do you guys uh, think are your experiences going into your second one? Is it going to be slightly diminished? Not the magic's gone that your first one's here, or is it going to even be better now because it's the tenth anniversary? It's going to be the biggest show ever. What do you guys think? I'm honestly curious as to what they're actually going to do. Um, this will be my third BlizzCon, and it's going to be a BlizzCon where I know I'm not getting a WoW expansion announcement, which is usually the biggest thing that could happen at BlizzCon. So I'm curious as to what we're going to get. Um, I hope I'm being optimistic that we're going to get something cool. Like World of Warcraft will probably get some patch announcements and stuff like that, but I would like to see something cool that they'll do for us at BlizzCon. Just something extraordinary uh, to kind of like surprise us. So I'm I'm just waiting to see what they're going to say because I honestly have no clue. Everyone gets a legendary. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I still want to get one probably. And the people on the forums would still fucking bitch. Oh, RNG sucks. I don't want to pay $40 for a fucking virtual ticket legendary. Pay to win. Pay to win. Pay to win. Jesus. Uh. You've, you have triggered the masses failure they are they are rioting now because of you good god uh granny what do you think um i i don't know well i have to agree with marcus because they you know they're not gonna have a wow expansion so i hope they do something i hope there's a new game mode or something for overwatch i hope something cool along those lines now i know we just did our blizzcon meeting and i wanted to be more organized this year so did anybody else take notes actually while we um while we talked i did because i i mean i did and i wanted to show you real quick um, Holy this is shit. how dedicated. Wow. So here's my oh, those are all ones actually. Those are I think that's our shopping stuff. list. It says dildos, big and black, natty that's light. Stuff. What the hell? <laughs> <That's> <laughs> stuff, stuff, stuff. Um, I actually took notes, and this is big for me. So I think this is going to be a good year for BlizzCon. Yeah, good job. Uh, Jesus, Zell. I'm excited. You know what? I'm. I know that BlizzCon is going to be amazing, but I'm. S- I'm happy to see you guys again. Like it's been a year or so since we did it all together, um, and that was my first time around. And now we have even more people. I'm, I'm glad I could be your first cell. <laughs> so I'm I'm happy to see the ones that were there last year. I'm excited for the other people to like experience what we experienced last year. So I'm really looking forward to it, and I'm just super jazzed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Speaking of which, I mean. 
when we did this show last time, we actually got a new guild member who joined us, Kraz. If you guys remember, he came on our first uh, Lorecast episode, and he joined us because of the show he watched. And now he's coming with us to BlizzCon. He's got his jersey. He's got his shirt. He's going to party hardy with the rest of Legends Anonymous. But unfortunately, there's a, a, a sad part of this tale. Jake will unfortunately not be attending the show. Last year... We told everybody he wasn't going when most of us knew he when a select few knew he was and he came as a surprise. But this year, Jake will unfortunately be watching it at home. Uh, we we tried everything we could. I tried bribing his parents, the state of Indiana, to extradite him to get him out of there, but he couldn't make it. Sadly, Jake, you'll be watching on the virtual ticket. Uh, so if you are tuning in this weekend, what do you think you'll be tuning into most, and what are you hoping to get out of it? Um. I'm mainly going to be paying attention to Overwatch and Diablo. Um, like Angelo kind of touched on, I don't think we're going to get any really big announcements with WoW. Um, StarCraft is kind of in limbo right now. I don't really play Hearthstone, so. Yeah, I mean, they're, I mean this is pretty big because it's the first like time they've got... Um, and this, I mean, Overwatch is, uh, just released this year, so now it's going to be... It has its own stage... And all the esports for all their major IPs will be going on. It's the first time. It's their 10th anniversary. There's a lot of big stuff. You guys have checked out the schedule. I'm pretty sure everyone when the schedule comes out, they analyze it with a fine-tooth comb. And picking through their franchises, the one that's been amongst, hot amongst the rumor mill is the Diablo franchise. Because as uh, our buddies know, everyone who's on the show uh, today was there last year. Diablo was just a faint memory. The only, they had like two Diablo products in the store, and there wasn't even a testing zone to play Diablo. But all of a sudden, now there's a play area for Diablo on the show floor, and it's pretty close to the same size as the Warcraft play area. So the rumors have been spreading. Either we're going to get a new, a new expansion or... We're going to get a whole new game. Now, whatever theory you guys have bought into concerning this, we're going to go over it now. What do you guys think it could mean for the future of Diablo? Do you think it's too early for a new game, or do you think it's just uh, right for an expansion? You know what? I have not finished. I am I mean, this might sound blasphemous, but I have not finished Diablo 3. So I'm hoping that they don't come out with Diablo 4 just for selfish reasons. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, you could level a character in like 20 minutes in Diablo. <laughs> I haven't I mean, had if time. If they announce it, it's going to be like a year till it's out. <laughs> yeah, Rich. it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Uh, but yeah, so I wish that they maybe come out with the another Diablo three like expansion. I I will. You know what? I'm going to bucket. I'm going to be the optimist. And I'm going to say it is Diablo four. I don't think they have. I think if they were going to announce an expansion, it would have been done last year's BlizzCon because it's too long. And it's the 20th anniversary of Diablo. They have a whole hour and a half section at the end of day one for Diablo celebrating the 20th anniversary of that panel. I'll definitely be there. But afterwards, when the show ends, they have a two-hour concert celebrating Diablo afterwards. It has to be Diablo 4. Why wouldn't it be? When they announced Diablo 3 at Germany, they threw a fucking parade. They're waiting for this to blow up, and I think that's what's going to happen. I think we're going to hear Diablo 4 at the opening ceremonies. They're going to dive into it during the uh, 20th anniversary. You're going to be able to demo part of it on the show floor come uh, you know during the whole day, the, the whole day's events. And I think it's huge. I think the time is right, and I think it's... Uh, I think it's w ready for a new game. I'm gonna have yeah. to agree with you. They wouldn't. They wouldn't bank that much time for just an expansion because the a Diablo expansion doesn't need that much time and dedication to it. They want to expand Diablo and make it bigger. Um, I think Diablo has their their um, their sales have been waning a bit, from what I understand, and their playership has been waning a bit. So my guess is, yes, they're going to swing big and just say, fuck it, let's do a Diablo 4. I can I can totally uh, totally agree with that, and I, I definitely foresee that coming. Uh, Jake, you're a pretty decent Diablo player. What do you think? Yeah, no, I think they're definitely working on Diablo 4. Um, the past few seasons in D3, they haven't really changed 
much of anything or introduced anything new. So that makes me kind of think that they've shifted their focus to whatever's next for Diablo as a franchise, whether that's an expansion, which I really hope it's not, because they're just elongating the uh, kind of burnt-out <laughs> lifespan of Diablo 3. And so I'm really hoping we get a D4 announcement at BlizzCon. Mm-hmm. I agree. Um, now, I know we don't have a lot of hardcore Hearthstone players, some casual ones here. I will say this. Last year I went on the show floor... Uh, well, we were waiting for the opening ceremonies. I went to go look around, and I saw a one of the display pop-up banners was covered. And I asked the guy, well, why is this covered? Oh, because the game hasn't been announced yet. And I started freaking out, and I ran into the guys. Oh, my God, there's a, there may be a new IP, and I got their hype up. Turns out it was a fucking Hearthstone expansion. So <laughs> they, just, they just launched the uh, Return to Karazhan uh, expansion for Hearthstone. I don't foresee them talking about another maybe hinting at something else i'm not sure what these cycles are with uh, hearthstone but i will say this guys if you didn't hear about it if you go to the play hearthstone website you can uh pick a, a winner of the hearthstone tournament and if your guy ends up going to the next round you get a free pack of hearthstone cards and every day you can pick yeah. a new guy so if you guys are looking to get in the game and uh, doing some research stuff, you guys check it out uh, it's uh, i'm not uh, super big on hearthstone but We'll, we'll see what happens. Hey, if you're into that sort of thing, go for it. Uh, something else I'm a little bigger on, Heroes of the Storm. Um, they're trying to up that scene. Now, I will say this. Going into BlizzCon last year, I couldn't give two shits about Heroes of the Storm. After I left, I was a Heroes of the Storm fan. It sold me on yeah. it. The yeah. Just watching the World Championships on that going on, it was incredibly fun. I, that's one event I, I definitely think I want to participate again. What do you guys think? I think Heroes of the Storm live is probably one of the most entertaining esports ever. It's so much fun um, to watch Cloud9 win an American team. It got the BlizzCon crowd going. Um, I haven't had a chance to play as much Heroes as I'd like to, especially since WoW's launched. But it's definitely a game that I, I want to see more of. I want more of it because I think it needs some more stuff. It needs some more game modes. It needs some more maps. It needs some more Heroes. And I think that this is a good opportunity to see what they're doing um, and uh, what plans they have. So I'm looking forward to Heroes news. Besides Warcraft, I'm looking forward to Heroes of the Storm news. You guys think they're going to announce any new heroes? Oh, definitely. 100%. Yeah, for sure. If if you guys are going to take a guess right now, uh, what do you guys think? Who's going to be announced? Deathwing. Deathwing? Deathwing? (laughs) (laughs) I I don't know. It's just I'm just picking some character and lore that's not there i really have no idea yeah definitely overwatch characters i would assume yeah reinhardt reinhardt would be so awesome could you imagine the charge mechanic in heroes oh my oh, god yeah. that would be that insane that would be insane it would blow the it would blow the entire convention up if they just flashed reinhardt in there for heroes oh i think yes. it's very likely Oh. It'd be nice to see Varian in there. I, I, you know what? I was gonna say Varian. I was gonna pick uh, Varian, like to kind of honor him and bring him back. But yeah. people complain there are too many Warcraft heroes. Well, the problem is, guys. I'm sorry to burst your bubble, but guess what franchise has the more lore characters? It, it, it's, hint, hint. It's it's not Starcraft. I'm sorry. It's it's Warcraft, <laughs> and they're gonna have to pick uh, pick through that bunch. And if they're gonna dive in, I don't think they could add every single overwatch character to it i'm kind of glad they went the route that way like by giving nova a widowmaker skin instead of waking widowmaker because they'd almost be carbon copies of each other but speaking of overwatch i mean that's the new hotness we have the very first world cup of overwatch going on during blizzcon we've got some new stuff that could be announced if you guys haven't been following the news i don't know if you guys uh uh in legends anonymous has but the Sombra ARG, the people have been going nuts about this for months. Their yep. patience has been whittled down to next to nothing. Some people have already talked about boycotting it. They've asked the people attending BlizzCon to boo when Sombra gets announced live, which is the single stupidest thing I have ever heard of since Greedo shooting first. But that being said, with Overwatch coming up, honestly, what do you guys think we're going to hear what are you guys expecting to happen last year we got three new heroes announced but then again 
we didn't have the game launched yet, so they could have been saving those heroes. Do you think we'll see that many? Do you think we'll see at least mm, one? I'd yeah. say two heroes and like a new game mode, and maybe even some kind of PVE mode. I would. Oh, I said. So what? Re- refresh my memory. What's the Sombre thing? What the hell are you guys talking about? So Sombra oh. is this character that's been hinted about throughout Overwatch. There's been some hidden voice lines that have never been used by Reaper and stuff. Allegedly, Sombra is a hacker-type character that works with Widowmaker and Reaper in, was it, Talon, their organization? Talon, yeah. yeah. And now they've been releasing hints and stuff like that to her existence. And the latest one, there's a website that you can go to to see basically Sombra's hacking in there. And she's hacking it using a 300 baud modem because it's going very slowly. But now, on the newly version of Overwatch, if you go to one of the consoles in Dorado, the console's being hacked. And if you walk up to that console as Bastion, Bastion has new voice commands when he sees it. And it sounds like, uh, if you know, I don't speak R2-D2, but it sounds like he's freaking out a little bit when he's reading that. So I'm not sure what's happening, but Sombra is a cool hacker-type character. Now, based on that stuff and analysis, guys, uh, they released, accidentally leaked, I should say, a picture of Sombra. You know, she's got a big, gaudy, kind of pink leather outfit, and she's holding an Uzi-type machine gun. So we know she's a hacker of some kind. We know what her weapon is. If you guys could venture a guess what her powers and abilities are going to be. Um. I'll go. I, I think she's going to be a stealth-type character. Uh, the SMG might give that away because she's going to be mid-range combat. Um, I think she'll have some type of, not like a flashbang like McCree, but some type of, maybe like smoke grenade or something. And uh, I don't know what else. I think she'll be cool though. I like the grenade idea. I could see her having a scrambler grenade. What if she threw a grenade down that blocked people from using their E and shift abilities for a few seconds? Oh, yeah, I could yeah. definitely see some kind of EMP grenade where it does what you said, or it just removes your entire HUD and you can't see what you're doing. Oh, that would be lines. fucked up. Oh. That would that would be horrible. Um, for her ultimate, though, I think she might be able to. What if she could? I like they're trying to keep magic out of the game. What if she could hack into somebody and take control of the player for a few seconds? I was gonna say that. Would be that. Cool. Yeah. I'd also <laughs> maybe like to see like a uh, an AOE stealth. You stealth your entire team and kind of move past oh the enemy God. team to flank. Oh, no, along wow. those lines. oh, oh. like uh, like how uh, camouflage worked for hunters in WoW, right? Yeah, or even Shroud of Concealment that rogues used to have. Oh, yeah, just yeah, yeah. AoE stealths everyone around you. Just things like that. Um, I think she's going to focus on deception and just trickery and you know electronics technology, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I hope they don't make her too spy-ish because the spy is just annoying to deal with and I think Anna was a perfect additional character. She brings so much more to the game, and even as a sniper class, uh, she's a lot of fun to play, and I don't play a lot of support, but I really enjoy playing Anna. Now, as as far as the second character goes, the only other character we kind of have rumors of and know about is Doomfist. Now, Doomfist is essentially uh, a Hulk-type character. They make mention of him... Um, you know, several times, and somebody mentions that he could. Uh, I think in the opening Overwatch announcement cinematic, the kid says that he could level a skyscraper with a single punch. Yep. So he's going to be, you know, if he shows up, he's going to be a melee character, but in what regards? Like, is he going to be more tanky? Is he going to be big and offensive? I'm not exactly sure. I don't think he could. I don't, maybe he's defensive. I don't know. Maybe he could punch scenery and stuff like that to knock it down and block pathways from people from sneaking in. We have no idea. There's a lot of speculation yeah. up to this point, but I'm excited for it. But the. Number one thing I'm excited for, and I've been saying this shit since the show started, and I announced it upon the day we received our BlizzCon tickets. I'm saying it again to remind you guys. Overwatch the movie to be announced at the opening ceremonies. Mark (laughs) my words. It is happening. They are jumping on that train. They can't ignore it. They literally blocked an hour of time during the show for the Overwatch animated shorts. They're going to be talking about those and I'm pretty sure people are going to be asking questions and I'm pretty sure we're going to see more to come. Now, I could be wrong. They could release a TV series of some kind and make it episodic, yes. but I, I, I don't care either way. I just want more lore from Overwatch. Give me more. The story is the so next, good. The uh, next Netflix original uh, is going to be Overwatch. <laughs> Netflix original series. I'd watch it. I'd watch it. 
<laughs> Kevin Spacey is Soldier 76. He'd <laughs> 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 oh, be very cunning. I, I could give him that. Um, and finally, we got to talk about the game that's beloved to all of us because we are uh, we started out at least as a WoW guild, World of Warcraft. Now, we know there's not a new expansion coming. It'd be too soon. However, I do want to mention this. If you guys look at the schedule, all of the uh, franchises have a What's Next panel going on. World of Warcraft is actually scheduled for the longest one. Now, I'm not a I'm not uh, a gambler, but if I were to bet money, I would bet that we would see a 7.2 cinematic. Yeah, at the, sure, on the show, yeah. and I'm pretty sure we're gonna dive headfirst into that raid during that panel. Yeah, if if I were a betting man, I would say we're gonna get every little tidbit on 7.2. We're probably gonna get um, some type of new feature that. Uh, they want to add to the game, kind of like how Flex was announced for 5.4. We're going to get something like that for World of Warcraft in Legion, and, and there's no better time to announce it at BlizzCon. But in terms of anything else after that, I'm going to have to say no. It's just 7-2, and that's about it. I don't know. I think they're going to announce the, who's the fight. Like the, they're going to explain the plot line of this expansion. We're going to find out who the final boss is going to be. And then, did you guys see, I don't know if it's going to be announced at uh, BlizzCon, but I think this is a nod to uh, Luis, or Dr. Legend, but did you guys hear about Tom Chilton going on a new project? Yeah. I think it's Warcraft 2. Hmm. Or Warcraft 4. I was going to say, Warcraft 2 has been out. (laughs) Warcraft 4. I don't think maybe. uh, no, I don't. I think RTSs are dead. I don't think they want to go anywhere near them. It's not that the it's not that the model is dead because people still love RTSs, and if they came out with good ones, the problem is the pricing model is dead. You can't charge yeah. extra money for that. I mean, look at what Overwatch did. People are bitching like, "Oh, I don't want to have to buy heroes. We won't sell you the heroes, but we'll sell you their clothing and we'll sell you their their outfits and their emotes and stuff like that." And that's where people spend the money on. Um, I I don't think they're going to work on a Warcraft 4 simply because they tell the story uh, just as good in World of Warcraft, and it would be very conflicting to do that. The only, the only, and not to totally sell Zell out, because I did come up with this theory a long time ago, way back when, that, you know, it feels like Azeroth, something's going to happen to it. It's going to blow up, it's going to die, it's going to get corrupted, whatever, but it doesn't look like we're going to stay on it anymore. And the only way I could see a Warcraft 4 happening is if World of Warcraft transitions into Warcraft 2, and War- Warcraft 4 is the story that drives us into uh, Warcraft World of Warcraft 2. Again, speculation. That's a big jump, a huge announcement for a chump like me to be making it on a, a little show that you know has no implications around the case. But I could be right because what you know, what do I lose from guessing? Right? I'm just taking a stab in the dark. I, I don't know. I, 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 I think you're right. There, there'll never be a World of Warcraft know. two. They don't need to do it. They don't have to. They just proved that they don't have to reinvent the entire game, and they won't. Um, so, if I were a betting man, I say they just keep doing what they're doing with World of Warcraft. It's still successful. They still sell copies. They still sell subs. Um, I, I'm just a little disappointed as uh, going to two straight BlizzCons without an expansion announcement. And I know that's a timing thing, but I would hate for Gamescom to get the next WoW expansion announcement this uh, summer. Wow. I mean, what happened if the What's Next panel is to say, like, remember how, was it last year or maybe the year before that where Metzen went on stage and said that he had they basically had all of the expansions lined up. What if they talked, like, took some time and talk about, like, hey, the next expansion, we're going to be going into this, and kind of broke things down so we had a better idea of the overall story and some of the upcoming, like, threats that are going to threaten Azeroth. I don't see that happening because yeah, when they, right. they talk about it like that, then they kind of tie their hands to, to, to that. Uh, they're, they're so early in Legion that I, da- I can't imagine they're very far into the next expansion, so I, I don't see them wanting to commit to a direction at this point. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. that's kind of big. Like, um, imagine if if they did that, 
you know, back when Vanilla was launched, Emerald Nightmare was scheduled to be an expansion. You imagine how pissed people would be when they just turned into a raid? I mean, people lost their shit when Azul Narub was turned into a dungeon when it was supposed to be a whole zone in Northrend. So, yeah, uh, I, I, I like the mystery of it. I like not knowing, because it's, it's, imagine if you're going into Game of Thrones for the first time and somebody makes you uh, like watch the whole last season first, then makes you watch the first five. You're like, well, what, why do you even bother? I already know what's going on. You know, why it, it takes the kind of the mysticism out of the uh, show. I would love for them to do a teaser for the next expansion, but it, I kind of don't want to be spoiled on what's going to happen in this expansion. So I think their best bet is to just, you know, wait until the right time to announce the expansion full on, just, you know, full retard, announce the whole expansion. You want them to announce the expansion? <laughs> full full Why? Full retard. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. It makes no. It makes it makes perfect sense, guys. If you're recruiting a uh, havoc <laughs> demon hunter, we we seem to be getting rid of one pretty soon. It makes oh. full sense. What's wrong with you? Uh, <laughs> what but, if uh, what if Chilton was moving to Diablo to make a new game set in the Diablo universe in a different genre than the RPG? Whoa, that would be, that would be amazing. That you know Get that. Out. They were hiring for something called Project Hades, and we have no idea, you know, what it is. Hades, uh, if you guys are uh, know your uh, lore or whatever, Greek, Greek, uh, Greek uh, philosophy and stuff like that, it could be related to something uh, Diablo-ish, but we don't know. Uh, it's all speculation well, at this point. If Shilton were to have moved to an existing game, they would have announced that. They would have said Shilton's going to run Overwatch or he's going to run Hearthstone. They would have announced that because. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think he's doing something, maybe Diablo 4, maybe he's working on uh, s- something new, even though it's with an existing franchise. Yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but... Uh, and, I, and, 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 go ahead. You know, I'm I'm so excited because it's the 10th anniversary, so you know they're saving good stuff up. Like, they're, they're going to announce, they're going to blow up. The whole Sombra ARG thing, people are getting mad. Oh, they should have announced that they're wasting our time, whatever. You fucks think they were going to show you that shit before BlizzCon? What the hell is wrong with you? Honestly, they're saving that shit for a big show, a big stage. Like, they wouldn't just announce shit willy-nilly. They're going to blow it up. And BlizzCon 10 is going to be the event events. It's going to be the convention of conventions. And I think we're going to be in a... A whole world of surprises, and I think it's going to be so much fun. We're going to be overloaded with stimuli. There's going to be too much shit to do that it's going to be incredible. Like, for you guys, like, looking at the schedule now, is there anything just right now that is a must-see for you guys? You're going to be there no matter, you know, you're going to beat beat somebody to death with a stick to get a seat to to attend at. What what jumps at you guys, the schedule-wise, that you want to hit? Uh, I, I want to get at least the front 20 rows for the Heroes Tournament. That's that's what I want to do. I, I need to be there. That's that's the one thing I'm looking forward to. Um, everything else is just, you know, same old, man. Just go around and, and check out what's new. Uh, for me, it's pretty much my favorite thing about BlizzCon is the opening ceremony. And last year I was so hyped because that's when you get every you get the big news you get all the bombs dropped, you know, um, and then they spend the rest of the weekend kind of just going more in depth. But you get all the big announcements at the opening ceremony, and my man Chris Metzen used to you know handle it back in the day. So I don't know what they're gonna do for it this time. He'll I hope be he's there. back. He'll I hope so. But that's my favorite part. That's the part I always look forward to. Will, every. I'll bet the hair on my brother's head that he'll be there. <laughs> not a bet. I hope so. There's not much left, so you ain't got much to barter with. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, uh, Granny. I mean, you're you're a big socialite when it comes to BlizzCon. What are you going to be up to? Um, everything. I'm just. I don't. I don't have a favorite. You know, as far as what I want to do and see, I'm just going to do everything and take it all in and you know meet people. I'm just going to have fun. That's all. That's all I'm about. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm to me the opening ceremony is going to be big, but I really want to do a lot of the uh, convention exclusive stuff. I want to play more games on the first day. Visit the Dark Moon Fair. 
Um, I think pretty much after the opening ceremony is looking at the schedule, I am going to be running to either the Overwatch play booth or if we get a Diablo announcement, the Diablo play booth first, just to try it out because I know that's going to be super hectic later in the day. Um, but Jake, don't worry, I'll I'll, uh, I'll I'll live stream it on my phone and can show you what you're missing out on, buddy. <laughs> Thank God, I was so worried I was going to miss it. <laughs> um, now, we talked about a lot of announcements that we're hoping to see and predicting to see. One announcement they haven't made yet um, which I'm shocked is the closing ceremonies. They usually announce the band a couple weeks before, but we're almost 14 days to the start of the convention, and we don't know who's closing out. I mean, do you guys think they're holding out for something big, or do you think they're scrambling because someone big canceled? I, I would say the latter. I think that they had somebody planned, and they bailed, and they are scrambling, or it's some type of big know. surprise. I, it, it just isn't that late for them to announce it. They normally wait pretty late because they don't want the, they don't want the band to overshadow the event, and and they don't want people that are fans of the band picking up tickets, uh, so that they can see the band. They want the the tickets to be about the shows, uh, about the games. Excuse me. So I, I it's a little late, but I don't think it's extraordinarily. It, it's normally like two three weeks before. Oh, wow. It's definitely going to be Smash Mouth, like 100%. I want to be Chris Metz's side project, the band that he's working on. The band that he's working on? Yeah. Oh, It'll just be him be beating a pen on a notepad. I'm making art. Uh, nope, I'm, I'm calling it here. People call me crazy. I've been spouting this out on Twitter. It's going to be an orchestra playing Blizzard themes. Led. Oh, that'd be awesome. By the masterful yeah. John Williams. Yeah. It's their tenth anniversary. How could it not be him? The new, for sure. the new Star Wars Charming. is coming out later this year. I mean, it the pieces of the puzzle fit. If you line up all of the the titles of every single panel happening on an odd number after the third crescent moon of the fifth month of the year, it spells out John Williams. Oh, oh Jesus Christ! Get out! You Hashtag BlizzConspiracy2016. Check it out, guys. It's it's happening. It's live. It's real. Um, but other than the stuff that's happening in the convention, our guild, Legends Anonymous, we have a lot of cool stuff being planned during the whole week of BlizzCon. We're turning this into a vacation, guys. And if this is your first or your 10th BlizzCon, I'm pretty sure you guys have had the whole experience of knowing what you're going to do, what you're going to see. Um, last year when we did it, we kind of just focused on the convention itself. A little tight, a little cramped. We couldn't do as much fun, but we got a lot of cool stuff planned. We're going to Universal Studios, so if you guys happen to see us there uh, on Wednesday before we pick up badges, we'll all have our big Legends Anonymous shirts uh, brandished and big during the whole park, so come say hello to us. One thing I do want to mention on the show, guys, uh, if you haven't checked out the BlizzCon forums, Twitter, or Reddit, I post that we're hosting a little contest all right, it's a special contest. I call it our Spot a Legend contest. Basically, the only thing you have to do is, during the convention itself, if you happen to see one of the fine members of Legends Anonymous walking the convention forward, just go up and say hi. That's it. Introduce yourself. Hey, I'm so-and-so from this server, or I play Overwatch. I'm a Hearthstone player. Talk to us for a few minutes. That's it. And what do you win this contest? I'm glad you guys asked. Well... During the show, I'm going to have a little notepad. I'll be marking down people we meet because I love socializing. I love meeting people. And we're going to pick a number. So it could be one out of 100, one out of 10, one out of 1,000. I don't know. But if you happen to be the X number person to meet us that day, you are going to win one of these awesome Battle.net $20 gift cards. We're going to hand it to you live during the convention. Feel free to buy yourself some loot boxes, some packs of Hearthstone cards. You can roll it up and smoke it. Whatever floats your boat, guys, they're going to be yours. We just want to spread the community aspect of Blizzard games. We want to spread the word about our guild, Lens Anonymous, and we just want to spread the love. So if you guys are coming to BlizzCon, feel free to walk up, say hi to us. We don't bite. We're real easy to see. We have this big battle standard that you guys can see from space with a naked eye that'll be floating around. Come by, say hello. We'll be wearing these phenomenal jerseys designed by yours truly. Uh, for the guys listening at home, you can't see it, but please check out the 
thread on the forums, on the official forums for BlizzCon, for more information about that contest. Always, you can reach us, reach out to us on Twitter, at Legends underscore Style, for more information about what we're doing. But we're coming to the end, guys. This is the last show we're doing before the big event. What are you guys doing to prepare yourselves for BlizzCon now that it's creeping up? Um, I've already packed most of my suitcase. I bought my whole travel kit, my toiletry travel kit. Um, I, I've been packed for so long, it's not even funny. I've got, I've got my extra pairs of socks and stuff already stocked away. <laughs> You're a nerd. I honestly can't wait. Like the, the last few months have gone by fast, but these last two weeks have gone by so slow. So... I'm ready to hit the road. I'm going to be leaving Monday morning on Halloween. I got a six and a half hour drive ahead of me to drive down to California. So I, I can't wait. I'm ready to go. Yeah, I as well. I'll be leaving. Uh, I'll be leaving on. Actually, my vacation starts on Friday next week. I've got six little more work days left, guys. And then I start my vacation. Uh, I took the whole week off for BlizzCon. I'm, I'm, I'm ready to go. I've been probably preparing for this more so than anybody, including you other attendees out there, uh, not just for myself, but to help show our guild and people coming in a good time. We've Last year we stayed in two hotel rooms. This year we have so many we had to rent a house. It's going to be a party central. However, uh, we told Grant he's not allowed to bring any guests because he's brought some really kind of creepy characters into the guild so far. Uh, with what? the one, with the exception of Nova, we love Nova. She's the only innocent one that got corrupted by Gran. So if Come Gran on. mentions a huge party at uh, going on BlizzCon, it's it's a lie. Don't believe it. He's uh, he's probably gonna lead you to some back alley and hold you up for cannolis. I already made business cards for this though. Come on, you already made business cards, Gran. It says yeah, Gran Gran's uh, L.A. house party. L.A.'s house. It has Granapalooza. It's got your face on it. With double thumbs up. <laughs> Jesus. Good God. Oh, man. Well, we are so looking forward to the event. We hope to see you guys in attendance there. If you guys can't make it and be on the virtual ticket, be on the lookout for our jerseys. You know, tweet it out to us. Let us know that you saw us. I mean, we were on the uh, – it was easy to spot us during the last virtual ticket, so I hope we're just as easy. But, I mean, that's it for our show this week, guys. Uh, I was happy to to do one of these pre-event shows. We are considering doing a live show. After on Friday evening after the event itself, but it depends uh, how much alcohol we imbibe to and from <laughs> yeah. the convention center. Uh, we'll see about that. There'll be announcements on our Twitter page, letting you guys know. But other than that, final thoughts, guys, going into BlizzCon. We've got you know, one week of planning to wait. I'm, I'm just ready to go. Let's do it. I'll see you guys there. Mm-hmm. Yep. That sounded more like a threat cell, but uh, I know you mean well. <laughs> and now you know why I'm not going. <laughs> <laughs> That's it for our show this week, guys. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you guys on Twitch for watching us live. We love you all. For Marcus, Failure, Zell, Andrick, and Granny, I'm Dr. Legend. So long, Azeroth. We'll see you real soon. <laughs>